Hi. Hi, Jess. <laughs> Here we are. Day two of recording our second episode. Yeah. That's true. We had a little bit of a fail yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the learning process of this whole yes. pod thing. Definitely. Um, so, hello. Oh, oh so, so, hi, Christy. Hi, Jess. Welcome back to Deep Dive. Woo! Welcome. So, what did you think of the first episode? Oh. Well... It was a lot of fun recording. Mm-hmm. And then when we decided to publish it to Spotify, the inner critic showed up <laughs> big time. Um, I think I told you that I hit publish and then <laughs> I threw my phone because I didn't want to see any comments. I, I wasn't ready it felt very much like I was exposed. We were. We were. It was like we're standing naked in the, on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Everybody could see. Definitely. Or hear what, what goes on in our minds. I know. I know. How did you feel? Well... I have to be honest, I totally chickened out and didn't share. So I know you shared. And I did like a little blurb on my stories like, because I am so excited for this. Mm-hmm. But when it actually came to share the link, that's yeah. a, that was that was really hard. And I think I might have said this yesterday <laughs> when we <laughs> tried to record but forgot to hit record. Um, I wrote that that little Instagram post probably like three times and deleted it because I just couldn't because same like the inner critic, but also like people are actually going to know what goes on in my mind, like how I think, because I don't really share a lot or like I'm pretty private, but also like we said this yesterday too, we're both deep processors Mm -hmm. or maybe we said that in the first episode and, um, my mind is always thinking. Yes. And I feel like with this podcast, we're we're actually saying what's on our mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that feels really scary. Definitely. People might judge how I process or how I think or what I say. And... Right. But you did end up sharing. I did. So <laughs> I didn't throw the phone, but <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Um, yeah, I have like this... And this amazing, supportive group of people. I love Um, that. And I finally let them be supportive of me Mm -hmm. after knowing them for, I don't know, 10 years or a long time. A lot of them for a long time. Probably most of them for 10 years. Yeah. And always have kept relationships kind of surface level, not Mm -hmm. really wanting anybody to kind of know what's going on in my life and anything like that. But over the past year, I have kind of softened up a little bit mm-hmm. and kind of let people in um, right. and receive friendships and kindness and all those things. Well, I was going to say, so you told me 2023 mm. was the year of yes for you. Yes. Yes. And it, and I think that year of yes allowed me 
to grow closer to these people and build friendships with them more than just, you know, hi. Right. So a courageous step by you. Yeah, very scary. Mm -hmm. It's very safe for me to, like, I do it on my own, Mm -hmm. right? And, like, I don't need anyone. And that was, like, a mindset that I developed when I was a kid of, like, I I don't need anybody. Right. I can do this on my own. It seems like such a brave thing to say to yourself when you're a kid, like, I can take care of myself, right? I don't need anybody. Right. I can support myself. But as you grow older, you realize that's not really that great. And having people support you is really nice. And necessary. Necessary. We all have needs. And you and I both are very private and have a select few people who we share more with and this is a huge step outside our comfort zone this is totally a step out of our comfort zone and it oh I was gonna say it's it's weird because it's not like we're standing in front of a group of people telling our story right Instead, we're sitting in a room with the two of us with microphones telling our story that's Mm -hmm. being shot out to hundreds or thousands of people. Right, right, right. Right. But this is not scary to sit in this room with you and talk. Oh, definitely not. But I would not share in front front of people. An audience. But for whatever reason. I know. Sharing it on a podcast. (laughs) Well, this feels like... We're on our walk mm. and we're just talking about whatever is coming up and and then we're doing something <laughs> with that conversation. We're, we're putting it out there. Yeah. And I did receive some really nice I comments know. and supportive notes from people that really surprised me and it was so heartwarming and encouraging it's so nice it was really nice because not only did I feel exposed I also had feelings of who do you think you are recording a podcast like you have nothing worthy of sharing critic and I said that to my daughter Liney who is such a wise 22 year old and she I played you the voice mm-hmm. note that so nice. she sent that she said many people have dreams of of doing things and the two of you are following through big step big step so just a big step and I and I think she said in the voice memo or Correct me if I just interpret it this way, but so many people want to and don't. Mm-hmm. And since we are sometimes those people who have dreams that don't they don't chase, get a little bit triggered, right, or jealous, right. They may not realize it's jealousy, right, um, of people who are actually like going for going for it, definitely. And I think that's so true. It is true, and and she also said. <laughs> Liney. Liney. So wise. <laughs> um, you know, th- that there is an audience. There are going to be people who 
will appreciate what we have to say. Mm-hmm. And the people who don't, they're not, they're not, it's not meant for them. No. And that's okay. Yes. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be for everybody. No. Oof. <laughs> yeah. We both did a big, like, <sighs> I mean, that's people pleasing. I am a recovering people pleaser. I wanted everybody to like me. And I abandoned myself hundreds of times to make other people happy. And in the end, were you happy? No. No. People pleasing sucks. You know, so I was reading something the other day and it was, we've had a conversation about good. Like, what does it mean to be good? Oh, yeah. And the person was comparing good and kind. And I feel like with like people pleasing, we think we're being like a good person when we're like making everybody happy and we're doing what they want us to do. Be a good girl. Be a good girl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it would be unkind, right, if you if you didn't do those things for other people or if you made someone upset, that's unkind. But if if it's at the expense of yourself, mm-hmm. I don't know, is it worth it? I feel like you can not be a people pleaser and still be a good, kind person. Totally. Does that, Absolutely. I'm not even going to say, does that make sense? Because... <laughs> That's our favorite phrase. It is. I know. I, oh, the. I'll have to go back and read it because it was one of those quotes where it was like, right, you think to be a kind person, you have to be agreeable. Mm-hmm. And you don't, no. right? Like you can have boundaries and still be a kind person. You can say no and still be a kind person. You can be, um, I don't know, not a people pleaser and still be a kind person. But I feel like, and this was for me, like being a people pleaser meant I was like an extra good, kind person. Right. Right. That wasn't even something talked about when I was growing up. It was always be good for other people without any regard for self. Right. So go back to Liney. Um, I just hope that I'm teaching my kids that they really need to, to honor what they feel. I will support that because that's what's most important because that's the root of any successful relationship. It's, it's the relationship you have with self. And I learned that late in the game. well i think you're teaching your kids that i mean if liney sent you a voice memo right like she learned that from someone and i'm guessing that was you so you are you're very sweet the path but they really are our greatest teachers i kids yes they're mirrors i was just gonna say that too sorry yeah no yep you're right for good and for not so good yes Mm-hmm. But it's pretty incredible to have a daughter like Liney. Oh. And have get voice memos like that. That's so sweet. 
She's proud of you. Mm. Pretty cool. So going back to the people pleasing and, and it not even being mm, not even considering how we feel in mm-hmm. that. I forget how you said it. Like growing up it was be a good person or, you know. Right. Um it just wasn't considered. We we weren't taught that what we felt in a situation really mattered. It was all externally focused. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What people thought of us. What yeah, what will people think? Yeah. Right? So raising kids now with that sense of self and fostering you know Well, how do you feel about this? What are your thoughts about this? How do you feel in this relationship? How do you want to interact with this person? Mm. How does it impact you? Not making them like selfish little people. It's not at all. I mean, think that's back in the day. That's if we thought about ourselves, we're selfish. Right. But now considering self Mm -hmm. is like self-care, self-love. It's fostering something, you know, a a stronger sense of who you are and what Mm -hmm. you want and yeah, I feel that's this new. shift. Yeah, that's new. I feel like with that, this generation, maybe. Yes, that we are paying attention, hopefully, to ourselves. When did you first no- start noticing or being more aware that your body sent you messages like, this feels <sighs> un- misaligned or... I'm saying yes to this thing and my my whole being is saying no. Mm. I feel like that was very recent for me. Yeah. I have to be honest. Like when I'm really paying attention to what I'm feeling, that may only have been the last six months. If I'm being really, really honest. Wow. I think I've always felt but I don't know that I paid much attention because I have spent a lot of time in my head. I'm someone who thought thinking through things was the solution. But no. The body. The body has the answers. Yes. Yeah, for sure. What about you? I think... Not to keep talking about intuitive eating. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to talk about. But that whole journey for me was really about turning back into the body and sensing, you know, hungerfulness, obviously, because it was about food, but also with intuitive eating comes intuitive living. Like once you start to be more attuned to what your body's telling you with those biological cues, you can't ignore how they're showing up in other areas of your life right like if you're in I don't know a social situation that's just feeling misaligned maybe you know 10 years ago I would have just been uncomfortable and and chalked it up to like oof this is just uncomfortable right but knowing like okay these cues in my body mean something what is it meaning it doesn't mean I'm you know I'm not surrounded by people I feel safe with Mm -hmm. does it mean like I don't want to be here. Like, you know, it, it gives you an opportunity or give me, gave me an opportunity to explore those feelings a little bit more. 
and it, and I think that body awareness, however it is, whether we're talking about food, social situations, whatever, it's a muscle that needs to be practiced. Ugh. And so I think it starts with awareness of like, ooh, something feels off. Right. May not know exactly why or what it's all about, but the more you draw your attention to that like misalignment or whatever your body's telling you, the more information that you'll gather through practice. Oh. Does that that's not even going to say really beautiful and it reminds me of being more in your feminine mm. because i know i keep talking about culture but we are in a very masculine dominated era yeah and we push through so we're a lot of times we're pushing through whatever we're feeling. And this practice that you're talking about, listening to your intuition, what your body is communicating is more in the feminine. And there's so much intelligence and wisdom there. Yeah. I hope that there's a shift. I think the more we talk about it, like hopefully on this podcast too, and like help other men, women, children, whoever, know that like those sensations that they're feeling in their body mean something. And to trust it. And to trust it and get curious about it, right? Like you don't, we won't, you don't necessarily know maybe what your gut instinct is trying to tell you or what your intuition is trying to tell you right off the bat, but it's, it's something, Right. It's something. And so we just have to practice that muscle. Oh, I just learned so much. And getting curious, right? Like, what's going on here for me? What's this about? Where is this coming from? Because it really could be, if I go back to the example of like being in a social situation and feeling uncomfortable, and I'm getting curious, like, why am I uncomfortable here? Right? It could be like, all right, I just feel unsafe or Mm -hmm. whatever. It could also be um, triggered from like childhood when you were in, you know, put in social situations and had this high expectation to, I don't know, be something that you're not and that felt really uncomfortable and lots of pressure, right? right? So it could be so many things, but you have to sit in that discomfort and the, sit in the wonder of it to figure out what's it about, right? Because once you can identify it, like you draw back to like the root like oh right when I was a kid I was made to like sit and smile and be nice and not talk and you know be seen and not heard so now when I'm in these social situations I don't know what to do I'm always like seen and not heard and your body's like I don't want to do that anymore yeah but yeah you don't know how to do it different right right so if we go back to how you had this breakfast this morning oh yeah with your group of friends yes from the gym and that's how you decided to share the podcast because they were a group of people that you feel comfortable with which took a long time which took a long time yeah but you trusted yes that i mean we can just tie this whole thing into like intuitive living right and intuition is like i've known these people for many many years they've they've done breakfast together for many many years they've asked me to go to breakfast for many many years but i was always like 
anxious, nervous, uncomfortable, not sure. Like, will I know what to say? Will they like me? Am I like, well, really welcome? Do they really want me there? Like, <sighs> so in my head, right? Mm. But being able to sit with all that, sit with all that and be like, why don't I want, what is this about for me? Why am I so nervous to go to breakfast with these people? Right. That gave, asking that question gave me so much information of like, oh, I have these high standards. Like, I think I need to have something to say. I think I need to people please. I think I need to, you know, all these standards and unrealistic expectations I put on myself. And I got to that place of, you know what? I think they just like who I am. Mm. And maybe I just need to go to breakfast and see what happens. Maybe I don't like going to breakfast with these people. Maybe I do like going to breakfast with these people. But instead of putting so much pressure on what I thought it had to be, I needed to sit in the discomfort and experience it Mm -hmm. to actually draw a correct conclusion. So you've been to breakfast a bunch of times. Yeah. (laughs) Now I've been to breakfast a bunch of times. I love that. But... um. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just have, have a hard time explaining like how then I guess just sitting in the discomfort, allowing questions mm-hmm. and then listening to your body. It's almost like playing a game of red light, green light. Right. 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 Like, do I like how this feels in my body? Yes. Okay, let's do it again. Do I like how this feels in my body? <sighs> no. Let's not do that again. Yeah. Right. Or yellow. Right. right. Maybe I'm not so sure yet. Right. Right. Let's right. do it Maybe. one more time. Maybe and I so- need a little bit more information. Uh, I That reminds me of the need for stillness. Yeah. And quiet. Mm. Yep. Because it's winter now. And I think I mentioned the book Wintering to You by Catherine May. I think you did. Yeah. It's such a beautiful book that talks about the need for quiet reflection and deep stillness to kind of um, model after what goes on in nature. But it's so in contrast to what we do in hustle culture keep going you know i'm definitely in a big wintering phase in my life i crave quiet and stillness we did a meditation right before we hit record and you said i could do this all day long (laughs) (laughs) i could just set me up with a good long meditation and i'm set (laughs) And I think that that's why I started paying attention to what I was feeling because I was saying no to a lot of things and just honoring my need for quiet and stillness. And that's when you can start to hear what your body's trying to tell you. Yes. So it's like eliminate the distractions. Mm -hmm. And I think hustle culture is all about distracting us from 
stuff, right? Like whatever, whatever. Right. And so when you give yourself that space to be quiet, you can actually listen or get curious or be aware of what's happening on the inside. Right. But most people don't like quiet, right? It's uncomfortable or uncomfortable or it's uncomfortable because things start to come up or it's lazy, right? If you're not always achieving and doing and like you feel like you're being lazy or perceived as lazy. And so that's all the hustle culture, right? Like rest is not seen as productive, but rest is totally productive. And so important. And so important. And that's where I think that awareness, when when you allow yourself to be quiet, whether it's meditation or just whatever, right? Right. You can, those things start to come up or they're always there, right? But you just start to notice them more. Right, right. You're not distracting yourself Mm -hmm. with social media, being busy, food. Yeah. Alcohol, all of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you start to strip those things away. Like say, you know, you strip away the the food that you're using as distraction or alcohol that you're using for distraction. You're left with yourself. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people don't know what to do with that. Right. I love it. (laughs) I do. I I remember I was going through a really um, tough time. This was a few years ago. And the girls were all in high school or middle school, however they were spread out. And um, like I would have a couple glasses of wine on like a Thursday or a Friday night mm-hmm. or whatever, maybe Saturday, I don't know. And remembering how difficult that made life, not like hungover, but it was like. Um, off your game? Off my game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't like that. No. Like, I wanted to be present. Like if they came home or, you know, at night after a football game or it was Saturday, you know, and they wanted to do something with me, but I didn't, I was too tired or whatever because I had a couple glasses of wine or whatever it is. I didn't like not being present or able to be present. And that was a choice, a conscious choice I made of like, what is the most important thing to me right now Mm -hmm. is to be a present mom, Mm -hmm. not to have a few glasses of wine and relax. And then I stopped drinking for a while because I wanted to feel and be a more present person. Right. And deal with like the difficulties of being a mom or any challenges that were happening in my life Mm -hmm. with a little bit more clarity, but also being able to feel whatever emotion more. Yes. That maybe alcohol was like numbing numbing out for Mm -hmm. a period of time. Yep. And that was hard not just like the habit of like having a glass of wine on a friday or a saturday night but the the ability to sit with the discomfort of like oh this is hard being a mom or there's a lot of energy or hormones or emotions going on right now and i'm really present for all this right (laughs) and now i need to figure out what to do with it whereas before it was less right it was it was kind of like dampened because my self was dampened totally totally so what is your relationship with alcohol now I will have a a glass of wine here and there but Mm -hmm. it has to be super conscious yeah so and sometimes I'll be having a glass of wine and I'll be like 
yeah, nope, girls need me too much in right. this moment, and they're first, and I'll just dump it out. Yeah. Right? Like, isn't it so funny how normalized it is? Alcohol? Yeah. Yeah. It It is. I shouldn't say it's It's not funny. You know what I meant. I know. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, insert any other drug in there, right? Right. And we would be like, never. Right. But when it's alcohol, it's like on T-shirts, like, wine wednesday or yeah. <laughs> like mommy's juice I and know. it's so normal we're so brainwashed to think that alcohol is fine but it's i mean it's a drug it's a drug a poison mm-hmm. it kills people right it disrupts your sleep um i i mean i i stopped drinking four and a half years ago wow. and like you it's a very conscious mm-hmm. decision mm-hmm um I don't like the way it makes me feel yeah I yeah it's definitely like you said like so normalized so you go out if I go out with friends or whatever everybody's getting cocktails and I'll get one too but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like don't drink it all or whatever it's fine but it is it always strikes me as funny of like this is so normal right Right. to order something that's poisonous or bad for our bodies and how how yeah we've all been kind of marketed to right wow four four and a half years that's yeah and i just i cringed when i just said that because i'm like why why did you have to say that (laughs) (laughs) like 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 you're judging like it's i'm judging myself for saying that Ugh. Gosh, this is this is hard. Wait, People tell just me want... like why the why there's judgment around that. Because I feel like it kind of came off like, oh, you're so great. <laughs> you stopped drinking. <laughs> mm, that's not how I heard it. You didn't? No. Okay, thank you. I, I think that's that... not how I meant it. it. Yeah, no, it no, I don't think I mean this there wasn't was... even something that we were even gonna talk about. No. It just came And about... I still haven't finished <laughs> Telling how I shared the, (laughs) but that's that's what we do. This is how it goes. Maybe you'll get the rest of that story on episode three. I know, I know. Yeah. No, I I think like quitting alcohol is like there doesn't have to be a reason. Just be like, this doesn't feel good in my body. Going back to the intuition mm -hmm. of like, I want to feel my feelings, or this isn't lining up with how I want to live my life. Right. There doesn't need to be any other reason than that. Well, I think a big thing for me that I have tried to do is I ask why. Why do I do things? That's the question I ask all the time. So why are you drinking? Mm-hmm. Do you feel good drinking? Mm-hmm. No. Why are you drinking then? Mm-hmm. Because you don't feel comfortable Mm-hmm. being yourself around these people oh yeah let's look at that a little bit exactly <laughs> a little bit more right? Like, right yeah what is the body telling you what what's going on yeah right? yeah so so true right and listening to like yeah. that body's wisdom is so wise where we could numb it out with like food or alcohol yeah but sitting in the discomfort of like oh i want to drink something or eat something or whatever it is right. right whatever the thing is because i'm uncomfortable in this situation yeah that's awareness yeah and then it's going deeper of like 
why am I uncomfortable in this situation? Right. What do I need to do different? Yeah. So it started off as an experiment, really. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I like the way I feel. Keep going. Keep going. I like that. Yeah. And I have to say, one of my favorite drinks, because we got this at the beach club once, is <gasps> I think you did club soda with lime juice. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's so good. And it looks like, it. I mean, it looks like a cocktail. Yeah. Not like that matters, because it doesn't. But, you know, some people get weirded out when you don't drink when you don't drink yeah i feel like people think you're judging them and i don't care you no drink or not i don't drink. either yeah just be safe right yeah don't drink and like, drive and do yeah 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 don't do those things no i'll have a drink i don't want to yeah be, yeah yeah but um it is that conscious decision of like do I right. really want this yeah. right um but i love club soda and lime juice <laughs> and it can't be a slice of lime no you lime have to be juice. very specific when when you order because i've done that like i've had to yeah i've gotten the the club with a slice of lime and i'm like no no no, no. it needs to be the juice <laughs> definitely it's so good it's so good and i make fun drinks with the girls you do so we'll do um i think it's like stonewall kitchen okay they have like blueberry ginger juice I've seen that. We throw that with like lime juice and club soda. Ooh. That's yummy too. That is good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Very cute. But yeah, we weren't planning on talking about that. No, I know. But <laughs> that just came up. <laughs> well, it, look, we're still recording. So we're amazing. <laughs> doing better than yesterday. Oh my gosh. But. Yesterday was not good. Um, but you know what? We're talking about this whole listening to your body thing and like getting more in tune with like what our body's telling us. And right. I hope this is okay to bring up. Yeah. And if it's not, we can just cut it out. But neither one of us were really feeling it yesterday. Mm-mm. And whether it was conscious or unconscious, um, our, I'll talk for myself. Like my body was definitely wound up from the week. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't really pay attention to that. I just knew like, okay, I can do this. This is fun. I can do the podcast. My body was kind of saying something opposite. Right. And we, I didn't listen to that. I just was kind of like, you know, pushing myself through. Yep. Um, (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Everything comes full circle. It's so true. Same. We, had set a time during the workday to record the podcast and I was distracted with work and you were so wise. You're just like, maybe you you have difficulty switching gears, which I do. And then ironically, or maybe not so ironically, everything that we talked about didn't get recorded yesterday. Which was probably a good thing. (laughs) I think it was a good thing because I definitely felt like I was forcing it. Mm -hmm. It I didn't feel in flow. Yeah. It feels better today. It feels better today. I'm like more relaxed. Yeah. And. So we need to listen to our bodies, uh, right? Even when it comes to recording. Definitely. The pod. Right. Right. If one of us is feeling kind of like. Just Just not feeling it. Yeah. I'm just not feeling it. For whatever reason, doesn't really need to even be a reason. 
that we trust that honor it honor it because mm-hmm. i i do think that our although i'm sure we said some great stuff yesterday <laughs> i'm sure it didn't record for a reason it yep. wasn't meant right the the podcast gods were like right no right no 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 yeah um and we were talking about like something bit we were talking about vulnerability too yes which we don't have to talk about now because I know we're like getting close to the end. But um, mm-hmm. a friend of mine was like, it's funny that you were talking about something that's, you know, really hard for you and it didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> were they thinking that you did it on purpose? No, I, I like maybe subconsciously or. I don't know, maybe we're not ready to go there yet. Like, mm. and something was kind of like, yeah, not yet. Or right. I don't know. I don't know. It was just kind of ironic that. That is funny. You know, because we have, maybe we said it, I can't remember, episode one or two. Yeah. Using our voice is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really scary for me to. Me too. Say what's on my mind, say how I feel, what I'm thinking. And so when we recorded our non-podcast yesterday, <laughs> we talked a lot about that. Yeah. And they, as recovering people pleasers, using our, our voice mm-hmm. in the way that we want to use our voice and say the words that we want to say. Right. Is scary. And for me, new. Me too. And I think I'm just going to go there, go here very quickly, but... I think for a lot of my life, I felt very misunderstood and it took me a long time to find people who saw me for who I am and then I could trust speaking and using my voice. So I'm wondering... Trust speaking and using your voice. And I'm wondering, trusting that it would be heard. Bingo. Yes. Because you might have said what, you know, used your voice. Mm -hmm. But if it wasn't heard, then the message you received back was, why bother? Why bother? Or it doesn't matter. Right. I don't matter. What I need or say, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's using your voice and also having it be heard. Right, right. It's a big one. It is a big one. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to you and my my very good friends who show up, you know. We hear you. <laughs> we hear you. That's what I loved about the start of our podcast. Oh, um, me too. Did you did you notice that when you were saying, "Oh, they can you hear me?" And I took that, "Yes, Jess. Oh. I can hear you." Not just you know, My voice in, in the not, speaker. Yes. That See, that's me, a that's oh a gosh. that's a deep sea fish kind of <laughs> I comment. <have> bumps. <laughs> because yes, I think both of us want to be heard, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I want you to hear me. Yeah, 
in I Want to Hear You. Uh, I hear you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. So, so do we wrap it up there? Yeah, maybe and we wrap it up there. Um, I was thinking, this is will take t- like 30 seconds. Um, I think our pod listeners yeah. need to be like, I don't know, deep fish. Oh, definitely. Is that what you, your therapist said you were? Yeah, like she deep said sea um, fish? deep sea fish. And my friend Laura texted me. She's like, I'm a deep sea fish too. And I'm like, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, so, you are. I think we might have to address like our deep sea fish people out there or deep sea fish. Mm. I don't know how we would say it. Every week, like, welcome. Deep yeah, we fish. see you. I want to figure out how to say that. We see you. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, okay. So we'll wrap up this this pod number two. Yeah. And hey, people. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like, share, and comment. Nice comments only. Right. Right. <laughs> no, you can give, give yeah. us any sort of feedback. We yeah, probably won't care. We're we're open to it. Yeah, we're, we're open. open to it. Yeah, I think so. Do you think we'll have guests at some point? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. So I mean, if anybody wants to be a guest, they can send us a, I don't know, a, a message. A message. And yeah, we can figure out if we definitely bring them on or not. I like that. Um, Building community. Yeah. Thanks, Christy. Thank you, Jess. All right. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Peace. Bye. Bye.